Not all quests are planned. And faced with this reality, one can only ask a simple question. Mambo Dogface to the Banana Patch? This is Opposite Attractions. Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that's technically possible. I am your host and the sickest boy this week, Scotty Moore, joined as always by the thousandth happy haunt himself, Jim Murphy. Yes, you you were sick, and apparently, like every week, I am dead. I get that. I got that good sick voice so I could be like, Jim Murphy. Woo, he's here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have, uh, is it radio voice or is it tuberculosis? Tune in to find out. Yeah. So, Jim, I have. Uh, Speaking I of a, tuberculosis. Got a real conundrum on my hands here because you know I'm a boy who loves going to Disney World, loves adventuring, but, uh. Where am I going to vape? Hey, Jim. Jim. Jim, where am I vaping now? Because apparently old Walt, his frozen head popped out and was just like, they're not allowed to do their smoking anywhere in the parks anymore. Um, You will be able to vape out next to my picture on the Leave a Legacy stents in Epcot. I don't even think, I think that's still technically inside the park. So no, I don't think I would uh, even. No, the, uh, wait, wait, maybe. You you might be correct on that. But yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're going to move them though. They're going to move them out of that area. So once they move them, then you can just lean against me. And... Oh yeah, yeah. Well, once it's under much less lock and key, I'm just going to pry it off of that wall and take it home. Just be like, I've held it hostage for five billion dollars. You can have this back. But yeah, no more smoking. No more. Wasn't it like coolers, like big coolers? Well, they, I don't know if I heard coolers, but they said no more loose or dry ice. And, I, like, I really enjoy the addition of dry ice, as if people have been just like, we're going to make the Haunted Mansion even more spooky. Well, I'm just going to whip this there, in There is ride. a reason why they said no dry ice, and that's apparently because a, I think it was a employee, a cast member, did put some dry ice into a soda bottle and into a trash can. Uh, what? And things went sideways. <laughs> I'll bet they did. Yeah, apparently not enough to do damage, but enough to kind of scare the crap out of some people. I do think that is what happened. Or it might not have been Disney. It might have been at another theme park, but I think that was enough to scare Disney into saying, hey, maybe we shouldn't allow that. Why not just, I mean, like, it makes me mad because my big plan was this Halloween to bring in some dry ice and then put it at the sides of the Hall of the Presidents. That way it gets a little bit more spooky and they all look like ghosts. So now you've got ghosts in the Hall of Ghost Presidents. And then, wasn't there a third thing, or is that it? It was like, loose uh, ice, wagons. nope. They don't want, well, they don't want incredibly large uh, strollers and or wagons. Oh, okay. 
That I'm fine with. As a man who covets his ankles, well, I'm very were, proud of there that There were one. people that said, like, that were complaining, and other people were like, I have this gigantic stroller, and it still fits into their, like, yeah. thing. But I think they said there is either there's going to be, like, a box on the ground that they're going to, like, have you, like, put... If they think it's... If they think your stroller is too big, they'll, like, say, hey, drive it into this little box... They'll see if it's too big, and if it is too big, I think you actually, like, they store it for you, and you get, like, a voucher to get, like, a rental for free. Oh, that's really cool. I like. So that, I don't think they're just nice going to be like, hey, now your little baby's got to walk. I don't think they're going to pull that yeah, yeah. crap. I just, I feel bad because, like, this, my last trip there was the first time I ever actually smoked in Disney World, and I felt so nice. Because, like, before then, I thought it was no smoking, period. And then I was, like, looking it up, and they're like, no, you can, like, smoke in Italy. You can smoke, like, facing the France Pavilion. I'm like, that's very appropriate. Yeah, um, you were able to smoke back between, like, this Tomorrowland Speedway and Storybook Circus in that back little path that the train goes by. But I'm pretty sure Tron, like, wiped that whole area out. No, instead now it's like a space between Spaceship Earth and the bathrooms near Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I remember having to go to the bathrooms over there and it was just like walking into a cloud. It's so nice. There's like really nice chairs and shade and I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> that's that's where they used to have the cabanas probably, I think. Is yeah, meanwhile in Italy, we're just like exiled to this shame corner behind a fountain, just like quietly vaping and like... Okay, there's another group of teens coming to take pictures in front of the fountain. I guess I'll provide fog effects for them. Here you go. <laughs> well, I, I thought about this, and I, as a when I was a cast member, like people were not supposed to smoke outside of the restaurant that I worked at, but sometimes people did, and I tended to not like really like bother them unless there was like a crap ton of people around, and then I was like, yeah. hey, maybe not do that. But like May first or whenever this takes effect, if I was that, if I was there now, then I would be like, eh, no, get that, eh, screw you, just no, skedaddle. <laughs> they just said something about this. I would just like lose. I would, I would happily boot somebody out. Meanwhile, Universal Studios, I know every single place you can vape, you can smoke. Places you could go have secret sex romps like Universal. I got you covered, baby. Also, Please if you're wondering don't do about all that, those things at one time in one place. Well, if you're wondering about the sex romps, best places in the Velociraptor pen when the show's not happening. You just sneak up in there and hope he doesn't come out and catch you. <laughs> if he does, he gets very upset. He's like. Rah! And I'm like, I'm sorry, Mr. Velociraptor, we were just all horned up after riding Jurassic Park, and we had to just get get our jollies off. So anyways, Jim, this is a podcast about professional wrestling, because it's WrestleMania season, which reminded me of one of my favorite news stories that we never got to talk about on the show, because it happened, I think, like, probably a few months before the show started yeah, pro probably yeah and it was a wwe theme park is being in the works and their promotional photo is buck fucking wild because it's got john cena 
just gorilla pressing the track for a roller coaster over his head as if they were going to build a giant monument to the you can't see me man and he was going to be holding things up like the well, hulk in they, the hulk but, coaster but since it's john cena they wouldn't actually have to build it they could just say that's where he was yes exactly let's see what okay what the hell the attractions are also being designed for a global market, while a full-scale outdoor WWE theme park seems about as likely as Disney World starting a Holy Land Experience-style free day. Many of the concepts featured do seem likely if they did a Hall of Fame. An Andre the Giant-themed fun house? Don't know what that's about, and that's real creepy. A haunted house? No, yes, it's the WWE. The it, it is WWE called the House, house of, of Horrors, Horrors, and that's very bad. It, well, it's got the Undertaker and the Boogeyman in it. Well, no, just uh, the I, House of Horrors. Wasn't that that weird thing with um with Bray Wyatt in it? Wasn't that that? Wasn't that what uh, that was called? Oh man, I think you're right. Uh, a so dark it's ride. Just, it's just a busted up. It's just a. It's got a. Ba- it's got a broken refrigerator in it. Yeah, yeah. and a, it's a in dark, Illinois for some reason. A dark ride called Road to WrestleMania, which I can only assume is like it's a small world except all the children are dressed up like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. (laughs) A a roller coaster held up by a massive John Cena. A drop tower ride. Other carnival style flat rides. A Kuka Arm style ride. What is that? It says it's similar Uh, to some of them. Kuka Arms are what controls... Harry Potter in a Forbidden Journey, I believe, I think. And they also Uh, control the Iron Man experience that's in Tokyo Disneyland. I think that's that's also a Kuka Arm ride. It says some of all thrills was a Kuka Arm, too. Yeah, it's like, it's basically that it's just like a giant mechanical, like the arms you would see working in like a car factory, but with like a ride vehicle at the end of it. So anything that looks like that. Yeah, but apparently their ride was just going to have you in the middle of a wrestling ring, which I could only imagine was like some sort of VR thing where you're actually like wrestling a dude and you're doing 580s off the top rope. <laughs> the the, uh, the Road to WrestleMania is exactly the same as Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, except yeah, yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon controls where the road goes and you never know one, one day to another where it's going to go. Right. But... You know, that theme park will never get off the ground, unlike our theme parks that are totally coming to reality, because this is a podcast all about designing our own theme parks, and this season, dear traveler, we are traveling into the world of Dungeons and Dragons for the mysterious kingdom, our theme park where... You get to build your own character, take them on epic quests, earn loot, and unlike other theme parks, you get a return on your investment, because depending on how good you do, you can buy shit with your uh, coin at the end of the day. But then you issued us a challenge last week, Jim Murphy, a challenge to make a random ride. A ride's just random, I guess. So I, I'm going to leave it to you to explain exactly, A, well, what this is and what you've done with it. Uh, I had a slight idea when I thought of the, when I thought, okay, let's maybe do a random thing again. I did have a, a slight idea. This idea uh, is called, it, it is a quest and it's called the quest for passage. Okay. And my, my general idea is that somewhere on the theme park property 
like away from the entrance, there is like it, there is what looks like another exit, like a road out that is blocked off. Yeah, yeah. Like gated up. And the guards are like, no, nobody's ever been able to leave out this way. Like, everything's dangerous. Like, we send people out and they, they train and then they just don't come back. Or they come back and they say they can't make it. Whatever. Stuff like that. Yeah. But they say, like, hey, if you want to try, you can go on this quest to, like... Basically, the first part of the quest is you would go to some of the shops and, like quote-unquote, purchase supplies, like, basically for your, like, your your app, like, your phone app. Yeah, yeah. So you would get all that together, and you could just skip that part, because what you would basically be told to do is to visit a, uh, this guy that's, like, supposedly training people to, like, make this journey. Danny and DeVito does... and Hercules, yes. <laughs> so... Uh, essentially, the, the it's a simulator that is made to look like a stagecoach wagon. Ooh, that's cool. So almost like a Harry Potter, um, not Gringotts, the Hogwarts Express, where you can look outside and see shit well, happening. You you were sitting on the top of it. Okay, so no, not what I just said. That's so. Cool. So it is more like it is. It is a combination of, I want to say, like. Part Star Tours, part... Oh, I don't even want to say Fast and Furious, but sort of. Um, okay. And part Dinosaur. So you, so basically you would get on this this thing, you'd get, you'd get into like what you would say was the roof of the, the stagecoach, and you would be pushed into a room that would then have like the back wall drop down, and so you would have screens on all sides of you. Okay. And the, like, so you're the ceiling... Going... The, the ceiling, the floor, like, you, you couldn't see, like, right underneath of you, of course, because that's where you're sitting, but, like, the idea would be that you're on top of the stagecoach, and the, like, the guy running the thing would be like, okay, we're gonna start this simulation, see how you handle it, and the idea is So you're is going that, full Universal Studios on this one. Yeah, yeah, like, you wouldn't actually move on a track, that's, right. so it is more like a motion simulator, so you're in this room, and... Like, it starts out where you're just, like, you could either start out, like, in the woods or in, like, along the side of a river. Some sort of a beginning scene where, like, not much really happens. It kind of is more to get your bearings and see how the, like, catch some weird visuals and, like, things flying off in the distance. But then you would go through this series of random, like, encounters. Oh, Okay. So there could be uh, attacks from the from like people on the ground around you, attacks from things in the air around you, like bad weather could happen, um, like you like the oh you would also have a driver on your stagecoach that would be an animatronic and he would be kind of like a providing silly commentary but b also like giving you tips for things to do to help you like survive. Oh, okay. So, like, based on what you, like, the supplies you got, you could be able to do certain things to affect the ride. Alright, I'm down with that. Now, is there a point where, like, say you're a wizard, and it's called, what, the quest for passage or whatever? Yeah, I don't know if I really put a, um, I think I just called it, like, the, like, the, like, a, like you just visit, like, the training center, like, the, oh, the, okay. like the traveling well, training center or something. I, uh, I I just have a question. If you're like a wizard and say you have a spell called like levitate, could you cast that on the cart and then the ride would become flight of passage? 
that's really all. <laughs> well, that that could be an idea for one of the transitions to like a from like one scene to another scene. That could be a thing that could happen. Like the the driver could be like, "Hey, is aren't one of you guys a wizard?" Like they would know who was on the ride. Yeah, yeah. So they could be like, hey, one of you guys, a wizard, like, try to get us out of this situation, like, make us fly. And then it would, like, you would have that special effects experience of, like, lifting off the ground and, like, flying away from the danger. Yeah, yeah, Okay, I like that idea. So I had, um, the, let's see, attacks on the ground, attacks in the air, bad weather. You could have combinations of all of those things. You could have, like, the driver suddenly, like, go off-roading and then, like, he's, like, dr- driving down the side of a hill, like, barely able to control himself. Um, All right. there could be a thing where, like, you try to do a certain spell, but it doesn't work and something else happens, but it's, like, kind of random. Um, let's see. There could be, like, stuff where you're not involved in it, but it's, like, in the distance, so you just happen to see it, but, like, whatever happens over there, like, comes toward you. Okay. Like, oh, there's, like, a, like, like, you look over on, like, another, like, uh, they're, like, you're passing by a mountain or something, and at the top, like, you see a dragon fighting, like, a, like, an army or something, and, like, there's a mudslide or a landslide from, like, that fight, and you yeah. gotta, like, avoid it. And one of the things I thought was that one of the endings you could get would be that your, your, uh, stagecoach ends, ends up in water, and you, you, like, right as you're about to, like, go over a waterfall, like, everything freezes, and the guy running the simulation is like, okay, y'all kind of effed that up, and like yeah. time to time to stop, and then like everything just resets back to normal, and then it pulls you back out, and then you that's, that's like cool. how you exit off. If we want to add like a shot of pizzazz to this, I've got an idea, and it's fully like all of my ideas based off of Mortal Kombat, because. <laughs> There was a, I think it was called just Mortal Kombat. I guess it was like the reboot for the PS3. There was a battle mode where essentially a slot machine came down and the slot machine spun and it gave you like three different elements to add to the battle. So like meteors could strike in the middle of a fight, your arms could disappear and you could just start kicking at each other like that segment on Raw this week. There's, like, a bunch of different things that could have happened. So I, I like, if we want to add, like, a little, little kink of pizzazz to it, you get to spin this slot machine that's in front of the entire cart, and it will show, like, it's going to be raining, and then there's going to be a dragon assaulting you, and also there's a mudslide, and then you have to deal with all of that, yeah, and then you, I, have to, you have to get through, like, five of them. Yeah, well, my idea was that there would be, like, five different scenes total like like maybe like the start and end could be kind of not super random like they'd all be kind of similar but like the three in the middle would be kind of where all the like insanity would happen oh okay so uh, is there but, but a you way could still, you could do that though you could i mean it kind of takes away from the like surprise of it but you could say like if you don't want to be surprised you could spin the wheel and like the three scenarios would pop up on the wheel and that would be the three you're gonna get yeah, well, I mean, it almost adds to the D&D-like aspect of it, of, like, excitedly watching as the dice rolls, and then, oh, we got a crit fail! Oh, no, we got the success! No. Like, okay, we got this! Like, it, it, it adds to that excitement of actually playing a game, as opposed to it just feeling like you're being thrown into these situations randomly. But, yeah, I like where you're coming from as well. Do you have, like, a way 
to program what would happen randomly. In other words, like if there was a certain combination of like wizards versus warriors versus oh, rogues, I'm sure, or I, I'm sure that there could be like an AI way to know. Like they can say like, okay, these. I, I was thinking it would be for six people. Yeah, like every ride would be for six people. So I could say like, okay, this ride is like all wizards or whatever. So like I. That I don't want to do something like the the computer would know not to do something that isn't that they just cannot handle at all. Or maybe there would be like a one in a hundred chance that it's just something that like none of them can do anything about, and they're just in for like the ride of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, like that would be your crit fail. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm down with that. Now, Jim, let's move on to mine and. Mine's kind of, I've got to consider it a sore thumb almost because, you know, everything inside of this world has been very, like, rustic in old high fantasy. And then one day, you're just tropesing along through the mysterious kingdom, and then you see a sophisticated building made entirely out of metal very futuristic looking with a giant holographic purple icon I cut hold on icosahedron floating <laughs> atop it and for those of you out there who aren't nerds an icosahedron is another term for a d20 a 20-sided object because you're about to encounter my ride which is the d20 so you go into the, uh, you kind of go into the building, and it looks a lot more futuristic. And you remember, I think it was called Bart's Nightmare, the Super Nintendo game? Yes, oh, that's a horrible, horrible game. Is that, is it the one I'm thinking of where Bart is, like, strapped to the wheel? Yes. And it, spin, and it spins, and then you get, like, different mini games. Oh, it's so awful, yes. Hey, don't talk shit. The tomato throwing game is pretty fucking great. The rest of them all suck, but that one's really good. But, uh, Jim, what I'd like for you to do now, um, well, firstly, let me give you a little bit more setup. You go through it. You kind of get to see all the different experiments this place has taken on, and you find out that they're trying to figure out, like, different fantasy realms, and they're traveling throughout uh, different universes, and they've landed in the Mysterious Kingdom to study this universe to get ideas for their own theme park. And so they decide to take you on a journey, basically, through all their different theme parks and all their different concepts. So you get into your ride vehicle, which can contain probably, like, I'm going to say four to eight people. And that's when I'm going to I'm gonna turn things over to you, Jim, because I'd like for you to get on the old Google machine and look up a D20 roll randomizer. Oh, if I, I, if I had my dice... On me, I would do that, but yeah. Because everything in this ride is up to the roll of a dice, and you only got one shot, but we do have 20 of these bad boys. Um, while you're doing that, I will give you a few of my favorites. If you crit fail, you just get to ride Fast and the Furious Supercharged. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the I'm bad not- universe. Yeah, a natural 20 gets you, uh, you actually start riding Flight of Passage, and when you leave, you're at Disney World, and they've <laughs> given you, like, three day passes. <laughs> um, but now, uh, uh, that's a few of my favorite. that's the two, like, ends of the spectrum. So, so, so you want me to roll right now, is what you're ro- saying. Roll the dice. Okay, I rolled a 14. A 14. 
Um, okay, so this one's actually a pretty interesting one. You walk in, and it's kind of this stadium-centric thing, um, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's set up very much like Stitch's Great Escape, but instead the story is the Hall of Presidents. It's kind of like if those two rides got melded together the fly Jeff Goldblum style. So that's what number 14 is. Would you like to ride again? Can, can, um, can I have a modifier or something so I don't have to ride that? Um, yeah, yeah. I will, uh, I will, try, to, I will try to roll again and see what I get. Okay. Uh, I rolled a three. I'm, that's not good. Uh, the three is actually... It's pretty interesting. It's kind of like... It, it's it's a dark ride, but it's got that kind of Aerosmith... Um, the fuck coaster. I've forgotten what it's called, so I'm just going to call the, it the Aerosmith. The rock and roller coaster? No, it's Aerosmith's fuck coaster now, Jim. <laughs> it's kind of like that because it is inspired by a famous band, uh, Journey. And so it's all about... Um, their hit song, Don't Stop Believing," but the whole time, is it Joe Perry? Who's the lead singer of, of Journey? I don't think it's Joe Perry. Oh I'm my god, sh- his name is Steve Perry. Steve Perry. I think Joe Perry was a guitarist for a different man. Steve for, for Perry. Aerosmith, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Steve Perry's there, but he keeps getting bothered by this small purple dragon. And he keeps trying to sing the song instead. And that's called the uh, Journey into Agitation with Figment. That's that, right? I really thought, I really thought you were going to go with um, that it was uh, separate ways. And so, like, the ride vehicle actually isn't there. It's just invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, no, no. Okay, would you like to do another one? Okay. Uh, I wrote a nine. A nine? Haunted Mansion, but the ghosts vape. That's all I got for that one, really. <laughs> how how would you exactly pull this off? Like simulator or? Oh no, it's still a Pepper's Ghost, but instead we have live. No, I'm actors. saying I'm saying in general, all these twenty different attractions. How would you? Oh, pull this them one's off? powered by magic. <laughs> That's all I can handle with it. The only way this one's technically possible is to get a little bit of that mysterious kingdom magic. All right, would you like to roll again? Okay, um, I got a ten, so one more than nine. Uh, much like the previous one, it, this one's now it's a small world, but instead of little children, they're dragons. I really so thought there's... you were gonna say the children all vape, and I was <laughs> right. I was right there. It was... It's like there's a dragon with a Mexican sombrero on. <laughs> you can't even see the you can't even see the characters anymore. There's just smoke everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll give you a few more of my favorites, unless you want to roll one more time. Well, I keep rolling, the re- I'm rolling repeating numbers now, so. Okay, well, I- I'll tell you, one of my personal fi- favorites on here is number, if you rolled a six, you got to ride the Jimmy Fallon ride from Universal, except you get a gun. And I don't mean <laughs> like a Buzz Lightyear fun pew-pew gun, <laughs> I mean like you get to shoot Jimmy Fallon off of his dumb little roller coaster thing, and then go party with the roots on the moon. That's one of my favorites, um, let's see, number 18, you get to actually ride the Millennium Falcon ride from Galaxy's Edge early, but you do still have to wait in the line, so you <laughs> So you kind of just sit in that cart for five hours waiting to the ride a better ride. Number 16, we haven't really had a um, a sponsored ride or a, a ride that was inspired by, like, 
an IP, and I want us to have a superhero ride with all the new superhero stuff coming out. So I decided to make a ride based on Calendar Man. Not sure okay. what it means, but I bought the rights to him, and I have no fucking idea what to do with it. So I'm just like, let's give him a theme park ride, I guess. Are you please? Are you being facetious about not knowing what Calendar Man? No, no, I know what Calendar Man does. I don't know how to make a ride about Calendar Man. <laughs> it's a uh, uh, an Epcot Festival roller coaster. Is what that is. Yeah. Uh, number four, Superstar Limo Two. That's right, bitch. It's back. <laughs> Um, and then, okay, I'll finish it off with this. I did have a series of them, hoping you'd get at least one, because I also had Minion Mayhem, but you get a gun. Cat in the Hat, but you get a gun. Just a lot of rides that'd be improved with a gun. But the final one I'm going to say is, um, do you remember that adorable photo of the mouse in New York City if, that came out a few years back, where he's... He's climbing down the subway, and he's got the pizza in his mouth. Okay, it's Pizza Rat, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that adorable little creature. Well, he's been lost, and we don't know where he's at. We gotta go find him. And so this is a boat ride as you join some pirates on the seven seas to go and try to find this adorable little cute creature. And that's, of course, the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so... I'm sorry. <laughs> we hadn't done a uh, we hadn't done one where I could just go buck wild and have twenty shitty pitches as opposed to one good one. Oh, uh, let's see, a screen-based ride that was showing a better ride the whole time. Cats don't dance the ride. One idea I came up with that would actually be good is the snowler coaster, which is a fast sled ride through legitimate snow. So, like, imagine a a rapids ride, except there's snow there. Rockadoodle uh, the ride. Todd Howard just recently announced that Skyrim's getting ported to Mysterious Kingdom, so that's number seventeen. It's just the opening, the opening like thirty seconds of Skyrim. I I'm fairly sure I've already actually done that as a ride before, so I can't. I feel like I d double dipped in that well, but yeah, that's D twenty the ride coming soon to Mysterious Kingdom. But Jim, there's only two episodes left until we have to shut this baby down and start it all over again. So we got to end things with a bang because did we do a weenie episode this season? I I don't think we did. No. Well, next week, we're going to do the weenie, but it's a very specific weenie, because this <laughs> is when you walk in and you see the forest in the Mysterious Kingdom, you see one spire poking up in the middle, and that is, of course, the Royal Palace. It could be a castle, it could be uh, like a, a tomb, it could be whatever you want, but essentially these kind of kingly quarters... And that's going to have our ride for next week in the Mysterious Kingdom. But until then, Jim, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Apparently Smart, and uh, you can buy my books, uh, my book A, book one, one of them, on uh, Amazon. Please go check that out. Just search for me, you'll find me. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo, S E O T T Y E M O, buy all my four books on Amazon. 
Humble brag. Just look up Scotty Moore and you can find that. Check out all the other shows online at a load of pure BS.com. And then, of course, remember to support the show. Whether you do that on Patreon, like the Patreon Saint of Op Ad himself, Ransom Meltzer, or whether you pick up some merch, or most importantly, if you ain't got any cash, we understand. So just leave a comment on the video, leave us a rating on iTunes, whatever you can do, just to let us know that you're enjoying this show that we create for you. Do it. We'll love you forever for it. But until then, remember to find Jim and me on Twitter at Op at Show. That's spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O-P-P?